You're listening to the Lawyers with Purpose Practice Success Podcast, hosted by Lisa Rozier, featuring attorney Dave Zampano, along with frequent guests. Whether you're a seasoned estate planning attorney, an attorney looking to add estate planning and elder law to your existing list of practice areas, or you're just starting out, this podcast will give you a solid plan for success. Listen now as Dave and his guests share their personal journeys to practice success and the insights they learned along the way. Hello and welcome to the Practice Success Podcast. I'm Lisa Rozier, joined with attorney Dave Zampano, and our special guest today is attorney Adam O'Dell from the Gordon Law Group based out of Nashville, Tennessee. Hey, Adam. Hey, Lisa. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for joining, Dave and I. I didn't think there were lawyers down in Nashville. I thought they were just country singers. Uh, Just country singers. (laughs) That's That's great. That's great. Um, So Adam, as you know, this is our practice success podcast. And um, for those that are listening, you can check out Adam on the gordonlawgroup.com, his bio. But I thought we could start off the day with you giving us a little background on you, Adam, and how you found yourself in the role that you are today. Yeah. So uh, I was that weird kid who always knew he wanted to be an attorney. You asked me in elementary school, like I knew which college I was going to go to. I knew what I was going to do and I went and did it um, for better or for worse. <laughs> so wanted to be an attorney, wanted to go to the Citadel for undergrad. I called them in ninth grade, said, put me down. I'll be there in four years. In four years, that's where I was. Uh, started out, uh, was a Marine JAG officer contract, um, ended up blowing my knee out about 18 months in and told me bye-bye. So uh, that was disheartening, but also gave me an opportunity to figure out where I was going to go now after law school that the job that I thought I had set up for the next four years was gone. And went into a master's of theology program in Tennessee. I'm a South Carolina boy by uh, by birth, so was leaving the state and literally got asked to interview at the firm that I'm at now because I had a friend working there who was over their marketing department and we were going to get dinner after I took the bar exam. And he said, send me a resume. I'm always looking for fresh talent. And now here I am. How many years ago was that? I will have been with the firm as eight years in January. That's awesome. Congratulations. So we came on the firm, uh, Dave, you know, jokingly says, thought they were only country music singers. The Gordon Law Group started as an entertainment firm. And we have represented country music artists. We have uh, Robin's Got Credits even. Uh, so we, we, we've, we've been in that world. And when I joined the firm, we were a lot bigger, honestly, as far as personnel than we are currently but we did everything. We were very litigation heavy. We had the entertainment side of things. Estate planning was 2% of our business. Wow. Robin did a lot of revocable trust and will-based plans. And that was it. There was no advanced planning. There was no tax planning. There was nothing along the lines of what we do now. And I came on board and I was the gopher. I did whatever they needed me to do, you know, sure, I'll take that case, I'll take that case. And so I got a large uh, array of legal experience in that first year. But business and estate planning were always what called to me. 
Uh, I've got both really good estate planning done on one side of my family who have utilized irrevocable trust for family farms that have been in the family since the 1800s to get aid and attendance on VA benefits. And then I've got another side of the family who's never planned, and it's always just a cluster when someone passes. Oh, geez. Yeah, so I have the have and the have-nots when it comes to planning. So that, that was always something that interested me, and seeing it work really well on, my on one side of the family made me want to help others do that. And so Robin and I started looking at different organizations ones that we thought would give us the tools and the ability to grow that estate planning side of things. And we, we stumbled across Lawyers with Purpose. Mm -hmm. And after some calls, we realized this is probably where we wanted to hang our hat and who our beliefs meshed with the best. Mm -hmm. And we've been with them ever since. We joined in July of 2017, and here we are still. Mm, we haven't scared you away yet, huh? Haven't scared me away yet. You but, know, Adam, go ahead. Sir, Dave, you first. Go ahead. No, no, finish your thought. I apologize. I was just I was gonna say, better. but through all of that, through large for purpose, some of the tools that we learned there, um, particularly the RMS deal, I had already done a lot of of like just going out and trying to drum up business, mm -hmm. but really focusing on it, really pushing forward. We were able to get rid of our litigation practice. The litigation that we do currently is only for select business clients that we want to do it for. It's not a we need to do it to keep the lights on. We do it because of the relationship that we have. Right. Very little litigation is done now. A lot less stress, but revenue's up. You know, we're, we're going to have a lot less stress, a lot more control, right? Of your. A lot, lot more. It's got to be painful to do the litigation, actually, because you're so, you've become so structured and so systematized that that's a disruption, I would think. Yes. Um, on one side, but on the other side is, I would imagine you've systematized it now as much as you can, knowing the power of that so we uh, try <laughs> we try as, as you already know at, at every taper we're like oh, we're still implementing <laughs> yeah exactly so I, i'm listening to this story adam of your success and um the word that kind of jumped off to me was the word pivot and, and let me give you some examples. You're at the Citadel, you have all these plans and you blow the knee out. You had a pivot. You come into a firm, you got a ton of people, you're doing all kinds of things, all kinds of services, and then you pivot. Um, this is the Practice Success Podcast. This is about lawyers listening and trying to understand how do I get to that level of success? And I think one of the most important things is knowing when to pivot. What does that mean to you now in hindsight and me saying these words, what advice would you have to attorneys around recognizing when it's time to pivot around actually pivoting and then the after effects of pivoting? So, understanding when to is well at least for us I can only speak to, to how we felt litigation was just a, a nightmare it was a quagmire of stress and deadlines and just frustration with clients because you know they you have deadlines but of course they don't get things to you in time yeah you get some of that in estate planning people don't get you their their questions back they don't fill out the pith they don't do certain things that happens 
but there's no real deadline. It's on their deadline. And so it's in their court. And so if they don't get it done, they know the importance of it and we can stress it, but it's in, ultimately in their court. Right. So for us realizing that so much of our success depended upon others that we had no control over. Mm pivoting to something that gave us more control that gave us less stress and allowed for us to have the outside the firm life that we seek i was just gonna say work-life balance it sounds like (laughs) it wasn't just you it was the whole firm right now robin uh you know whose name is on my chest right now the gordon law group the founder you know, he, he's, we're talking on your shirt. You haven't had it tattooed because I have yeah, it's on my shirt. Not, not <laughs> um, though he would find that pretty awesome if I did it. I think, uh, you know, he, he's out right now with his fourth grandbaby, supposed to be born today. Fingers crossed. Yeah. In litigation world, that was really hard for him to step away. In litigation world, it was really hard for anyone to to be out and not realize that hey. I'm not working. I'm not making money. So maybe that first pivot you're, you're making people aware of, if I'm listening is pivot and pay attention to your internal compass. If, if, if you're, if what you're doing currently just doesn't feel right, it just, you don't feel whole, you don't feel present. You're not there for your family that you're not balanced. That might be the first sign it's time for a pivot. So for you, it was, getting out of a world controlled by courts and litigation process or lack thereof and getting into a world of, you know, where the client client doesn't do it. Hey, that's fine. Your thing, you know, you don't do it in the court, you're sanctioned, you're, you know, there's negative impacts and, and things of that nature. So, so there's, there's a, there's a sign of pivoting, just your internal compass, I think. Yes. And then to your second question of the actual process of pivoting, Take the step. Uh, Dave, I know you're a really high quick start. Robin and I are very low quick starts. I'm a two quick start. Gotcha. So taking, just go ahead and take the plunge. So let, let me pause because again, some of our listeners might not know what a quick start is. We're talking about the Colby index, uh, the Colby uh, assessment. It's a it's a very unique assessment because it's it's not... The, the brain has three areas, right? The, the cognitive, the cognitive, and the emotional. And most of the assessments out there relate to the emotional or the cognitive, right? Cognitive is IQ. How smart are you? You know, you take SATs, all those types of things. Those are cognitive type tests. The other ones are mostly emotional. So Myers-Briggs, all those, how do you fit kind of in this emotional sphere of the brain? What makes Colby unique, it, it deals with the cognitive part of the brain which is the way we're wired. And there's four key areas that all of us are wired in. The ability to which we inquire, the ability to which we organize, the ability to which we innovate, and the ability to which we build or construct. And so fact finder follows through quick start and implementer. So when Adam says I'm a high quick start, I'm an innovator. I'm always innovating. Um, and we've all met that. So Adam is sharing that you're a two quick start, which you're not an innovator naturally. It's something you only do when you absolutely have to, to avoid something bad happening. And so you're saying, take the lounge. So, so some people may feel like, oh, that's easy. No big deal. I'll do it. They may be those higher quick starts. Some might be, oh my gosh, no, this is just too, too much to, to take on. Mm-hmm. What's your advice to, to both sides of that group? One for those high quick starts, 
make sure you're using your uh, follow through and fact finding before you just head, jump head first. Right. So you go and you, you look up what, if you're looking at estate planning, what are we going to get into as far as what organization, because there's a bunch of them out there. What fits your, your beliefs? What fits what you're wanting to do for your firm? Which is why we found Lawyers for Purpose. You know, we, we, we dove in and Robin and I are both, I'm a very high follow through and very high fact finder. Robin is through the roof on fact finding. Don't let that get in the way, but you need to do that. You need to find that you're in the right spot because there are a lot of groups out there that might not be the best fit for you and your firm. Mm-hmm. And what are some of the values that, that, that were unique for you? Again, one of the things I always found is some people are name lawyers of purpose. Uh, a lot of people have always thought we're a not-for-profit. No, we are a for-profit. The, the theory is we mean, what's interesting, and I don't know if you know this, but the concept of lawyers with purpose means we're purposeful in everything we do. We're intentional. That's what purpose means. Uh, but it also means we're purposeful in helping and 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 doing more than making money, right? We I love making money. Our, our members make a lot of money. That's not the prize. The prize is what purpose do we gain by doing that? How can we give back and communicate back? So so what are some of those things that were important to you um, from an element of people i mean again community right it's a community yeah. the community of people is what i'm hearing you say pivot to a community of people that support and think like you think correct and so to to that you know when we had our one of our calls with you dave it was being purposeful in what we do you know yeah i like making money money's great but money is only a tool and what legacy we're leaving and so that that's a big thing for robin and i is legacy for our clients, for ourselves, what impact are we leaving when I'm creating an estate plan? And I have been fortunate enough that we actually don't do a whole lot of Medicaid planning at the moment. Most of my clients are $5 million plus. What impact does this money leave? You can leave a lot of money to your kids, to your grandkids, have them have a lot of of fun toys. But what impact are we leaving? What purpose does this money serve for others? Yeah, I always tell people you could kill your kids. They yeah. got bad habits and you leave them money. You've just exacerbated their bad habits. Um, Absolutely. And so having that and having that we're doing things with purpose, we have kind of a saying in the in the firm that what you're doing right now, would you rather be going to see a movie? <laughs> yeah. If you would rather go see a movie than doing what you're doing right now, then you don't need to be doing that thing. It's time to pivot, you know. Yeah, I love that. And uh, inside, so doing the pivot, once you've done it, what were the challenges of pivoting? Think about different pivoting. When your knee blew out, you know, when you're going into this new area of law and kind of reconfiguring your whole law firm, what were some of the struggles and challenges that you had overcome during that process? Oh, mindset's definitely one of the biggest things because, you know, you, you talk about Robin. Robin's been in some rendition of this firm for 32 years. It's really hard to take yourself off of what you've done for the past 20, 30 years. It's really hard. So changing that mindset and saying there is another way and then buying in, buying into that mindset and not thinking that, well, yeah, you've got this system, but I'm going to implement this side of things because it's better for me. And there's Uh, a FDS. Yeah. So FDS, uh, follow the dang system. You know, there, there is a measure of like every firm's a little different. Everybody has their own quirks, but 
there's a structure there. And so I'm speaking just specifically to the lawyers for purpose structure, right. but it's there. You do not need to reinvent the will. The will is there. And so if you're making that pivot and you've bought into mentally, physically, financially into a system, take advantage of that system. Take advantage of the tools and resources there. Uh, that was really hard for us starting out because we still had the litigation arm that we were trying to keep going originally. And so right. we're like, oh, we can't put everybody on the same time schedule because of X, Y, Z. So if we're, if we're going to take this and make it a life lesson and not an LWP lesson, the life lesson is associate yourself with experts who have done it and have figured a way to share that. Like the thing I think about is McDonald's, right? Mm -hmm. the, I would not recommend going out and creating a burger joint right now. It just there's someone who's done it. They've done it very well. McDonald's, Wendy's, you know, Duncan, you know, all, all these things, uh, you know, they're models. And so you're saying anchor to someone who's done there, or I guess there's some people that have created some new things maybe along the way, but either way, know what you're getting into and, and it could shorten your path of that pivot when you can find a path a path that someone's created and it's proven you know then that that right. helps helps what i'm hearing you say is in the pivot it helps if you can collaborate with other people who have made that pivot and have have kind of systematized it to the extent they can for sure and so once you've done that and if there is implementation or innovation that you can make within your own self because i know we have several members and again just speaking to lwp who have been able to innovate certain things within their own firm because of the areas they're in, the clientele that they're servicing, whatever. Yeah, they you could personalize out. it. Yeah. Yeah. So Probably. it's not a matter of I have to follow. I mean, you even say this, like, don't try to be Dave. Right. Be you. But you can follow Dave's system. <laughs> yeah, the, the workflow is not the manner. In which, so I've always said there's systems and there's processes. Mm -hmm. the, so, the processes is the bigger animal process step one do this step two do this step three do this step four do this that's critical the system is how do we get from step one to step two what information are we keeping and tracking data are we gathering what resources are we using within those steps to get from step one to step two to step three that's the system Mm -hmm. Right. And, and all that together makes music. Right. I, I think of it as a symphony. Right. You've got all different people doing all different things. But when it's done well, it's beautiful and everyone could appreciate it. And that's really kind of kind of what systematizing a law practice does. And and um, and the estate planning area is, is an area that's easier to do it in because it's more, uh, you know, contractual. It's more transactional, you know, where you're doing a transaction as opposed to litigation. Um, as we wrap up here, Adam, I, it's just crazy how quick times go by on these calls. You know, looking at where you are now compared, I mean, you know, it sounds like your journey was, you know, very intentional from kindergarten. And then kind of afterward became more reactive to where you were like you just were there and you were adapting to what was there and evolving as you think back and look back to where you are what are the what's the top two or three piece of advice you would give to a listener around who's thinking of making a pivot in their firm or who's thinking of and again it could be a pivot to a new practice of law it could be a new pivot of just adding a new element to the existing practice they have, it could be a pivot of just changing their mindset. What, what are the top 
you know, couple pieces of advice you'd give to to oh, someone hard. to help overcome a challenge they might be thinking about or enhance a skill they might have? The the best thing you can do is put yourself in rooms and with people who are smarter than you. If you find yourself to always be the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong rooms. And through that, you can have mindset, mindset changes. You can have the ability to pivot. You can see, they can tell you what you can't see. Oftentimes we are too close to the problem. We can't see the forest through the trees. So surrounding yourself with coaches, with friends, with people who are going to challenge you and call you out if they see something wrong is pivotal, pivotal to your pivot. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, that was a nice uh, word use of the word. Yeah, so hanging with people that that can challenge you rather than ones that adore you or try to emulate you, um, and then kind of staying true to it. Huh? Love that. Well, Adam, um, you know one of the things about these podcasts, we love people to say, "All right, well, I want to talk to this guy myself. I don't want to filter." How would someone get a hold of you if, if they wanted to reach out to you? Yeah, so we have um, four offices across three states. Uh, if you go on our website, there are um, phone numbers for each uh, office. We have Charleston, South Carolina, Greenville, South Carolina, Nashville, Tennessee, and Orlando, Florida. Any of those numbers will get you to me. Uh, they will be happy to route you. There's also my email address. It's adam at gordonlawgroup.com. Again, adam at gordonlawgroup.com. And shoot me an email and we can always connect on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, all of that other mess that I have. <laughs> yeah, right. do, not be, not, do not be offended if I don't answer your Facebook message immediately. I try to stay off that as much as possible. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny. Well, it's basically, Adam, just go to Google, type in Adam O'Dell, Nash attorney in Nashville, and they will be able to find you in a multitude of ways. <laughs> Absolutely. I will caution you, though, if you do search Adam O'Dell, there is a famous economist that is not me. <laughs> and I wish because he contributes a lot to Forbes and the Economist and everything else. That is not me. Uh, so just be careful. That is that attorney. Is, keyword attorney. Keyword attorney. <laughs> uh, I love that. And maybe someday we'll have you back because you said one little thing in this whole conversation way back in the beginning. You talked about RMS. So that might be an interesting conversation and maybe have you back on someday to talk about the relationship management system and how you've used it to help you grow too as well. It's, so Adam. Thank you. I, I so appreciate it. I love hearing the stories and uh, I'm excited to see how you continue to grow and evolve. Any closing thoughts for the listeners? Just stay, to, stay true to yourself. And if you do that, you typically are going to be have some measure of success. I and love that. I love that. Well, thank you guys for your time, Adam. Uh, I may be taking you up on another episode in the near That's future. Good. Dave, um, thank you as always for joining us. Great conversation today. And for our listeners out there, you can get um, additional episodes by going to lawyerswithpurpose.com and clicking on the Practice Success Podcast. Have a great day, everyone. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Practice Success Podcast. Visit www.lawyerswithpurpose.com slash podcast to listen to other episodes and to subscribe. We'll see you next time.